0: Welcome to Movies Are Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. Today, we are veering off course a bit to celebrate Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which dominated the 95th Academy Awards. We covered this innovative film in early July, and I thought it would be a perfect time to revisit that episode because I absolutely love this movie. It was my favorite film from 2022 and very deserving of all the recognition that it received. Before we jump back in time to revisit that conversation that I had with Charles Mills, a couple of thoughts on the telecast. At the time of this recording, it's Monday evening after last night's show, and I have actively avoided all opinions and takes on the show, so I don't know how close my thoughts are from the public discourse. So I have always adored watching the Oscars. It's always been fun for me to predict who's going to win, but it's also a show... That's a suggestion of what great films there are to watch, um, as debatable as that might be. If anything, it's a celebration of film, which is one of the things that I love most in this world. And as a kid, the glitz and glamour of the show fascinated me. All I could think was, wow, these people love movies as much as I do. Which brings me to my disappointment of the show from last night. I'm not talking about the films that were nominated because I thought that a lot of them are very good, if not great. Uh, But as my girls are getting older, I've started to make them fill out a ballot with me and watch the show. It's fun for us all gather and compare and contrast. And they all get mad at me because I usually get more than them. (laughs) But I, I, I may be too sensitive on this, but I didn't think anything about the show from last night would cause them to want to watch movies or to spark that excitement that I remember feeling as a kid. The show played it completely safe last night, which I completely understand, especially considering what went down with the slap last year with Will Smith and Chris Rock. It felt like an old school type of award show, which I might have been needed to move forward, but I didn't feel the magic that I normally felt. Uh, maybe I'm thinking too deeply about this all. Uh, or maybe I just missed the montages that <laughs> used to be rampant uh, throughout the show. But this particular show felt more of a celebration of the year of movies instead of a celebration of all movies. And I feel like that made last night's show fit a bit cold. It, it, it didn't help that Jimmy Kimmel was constantly reminding the audience how long the show was going to be. It, it's like when someone tastes something and says, "Oh, this food is awful. Do you want to try it?" And I'm like, of course not. Um, it's as if like Kimmel himself was dreading what was to come, and I, I just didn't think that helped the flow of the show at all. Uh, I actually liked uh, Kimmel as the host, and I, I appreciated his confidence. I, I thought he showed uh, professionalism, but he also wasn't afraid to make some biting jokes here and there that kept the show a little edgy. Um, I, I particularly liked his jokes about Tom Cruise and James Cameron uh, being absent from the show. Here are the two guys who, quote unquote, saved movies, yet they didn't attend the show that celebrates their achievements <laughs> from the past year. I mean, the, the egos on those two. I mean, I don't know why they didn't show up, but you can read into it the way you want to, but I'm glad Kimmel went after them uh, a bit. I'll admit, I think the standout segment of the night was the Best Supporting Acting Awards. Both Ki-Huan and Jamie Lee Curtis made me tear up during their acceptance speech. Ariana DeBose and Troy Kotzer did an amazing job presenting, and it showed that they actually cared about presenting the awards. Uh, I thought that made it (laughs) extremely touching. can, can we all agree that the original song segments have got to go? I'm not talking about getting rid of the award. And once again, understand why they showcase the performances. This the Oscars. It's a TV show. It brings some life to the show. But for the most part, I think a lot of the songs and the segments are unforgettable, and I just think really draw out the length of the show. Um, how how do you all feel about? The presenter's giving an introduction to a new trailer. Uh, This is certainly a new form of advertising. Uh, It it probably worked in the moment. It it made me watch, but I have to admit, I like the Warner Brothers 100 Years Celebration trailer, maybe because it contained that montage that I've been missing uh, the past couple of years. Uh, But I know one thing for sure. I have no desire to see the new live-action Little Mermaid. What is our fascination of seeing humans in CG worlds? I, I just rather watch the original animated film. Okay. I need some feedback from y'all on this one. And you can email movies or life pod at gmail.com uh, to let me know your thoughts. So do you think the cocaine bear bit worked? <laughs> Did it was, it, was it funny to you? I, I, I thought it was funny at first, but then they kept going on with it uh, to the point that I didn't think it was funny. But then I felt like they were paying for the costume and the actor who was in it. And maybe they wanted to get their money's worth because then the bear appeared again during Kimmel's crowd segment. And then even towards the end of the show uh, backstage. So their dedication to the bit, I think eventually won me over. But I would love to know uh, what you thought about the cocaine bear. Uh, so I think overall, there weren't any huge shockers from the night. I think the most up in the air category was for best actor. I was hoping for a Colin Farrell win, even though I wasn't expecting it. Um, but I knew most likely it was between Austin Butler and Brendan Frazier. Um, and as the night went on and Elvis wasn't winning anything, I thought, Oh, I think, uh, I think Butler is not going to win this award. And, and sure enough, Brendan Frazier won which now means that I need to watch The Well. I know a couple of friends have seen it and were pretty blown away by it. And so it just cemented that for me. Um, I mean, two guys from Encino Man won the big actor awards tonight, which, which is hilarious. Uh, the other big winner I thought was All Quiet on the Western Front who won for Best International Film, Cinematography, Original Score, and Production Design. It had won really big at the BAFTA, so I don't think these awards were a huge shocker. But hopefully it will inspire people to check out this Netflix film because I thought it was pretty incredible. You can read my review of it on Uh Did anybody else think it was a big night for moms? I just thought there was an unusual shout out to uh, the moms in the audience. Um, I guess there isn't much love for dads out there in Hollywood, or maybe it's just a sign I need to step up my parenting game. I don't know if anybody else uh, noticed that, but um, okay. So to the real winner of the night, everything, everywhere, all at once, who received seven Oscars for best picture, best lead actress with Michelle Yao, best film editing, best director uh, for the Daniels, best original screenplay, also the Daniels, best supporting actress and best supporting actor. Um, once again, I just love that this incredibly creative and innovative film won all these awards. Uh, it's showing, hopefully, a sign of things to come. Um, you know, in the past, you could look back and say, you know, it, it always seems like the runner up, or there's always the movie that didn't win that ends up being the film that you always talk about. I think Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is a movie that's here to stay. I thought it was moving, touching, hilarious. When's the last time, like a true comedy <laughs> won the best picture award. It's just completely unique. I'd like to think that Charles and I were on the bandwagon early on. I'm really championing this film. Um, I, I wish I had seen it in theaters when it originally came out, but usually this type of movie makes some buzz in the spring, but then kind of goes away. And it's just a film that just kept gaining momentum. And, uh, I know it's not a movie for everybody, um, which I think is okay. I just love that it's a movie that took chances. Um, They knew what it was gonna be. You can tell when you're watching it that everybody involved is all in. Um, The performances are wonderful. The editing, all the awards that it won was completely deserving. If you can't tell, I'm extremely passionate about this film. I think it's an incredible example of how our world is changing, hopefully giving more diverse voices uh, a chance to shine. And um, hopefully by replaying this past episode and me talking about it now will inspire you to check it out. Uh, Of course, you can rent it. Um, or buy it on demand anywhere. I believe it's streaming on Paramount Plus right now. So even if you sign up for a month of the subscription service, I think it's worth it just to uh, watch this movie. Well, let's jump into my past discussion with Charles about everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know why I thought of you uh, to talk about uh, this movie with. Um, I think more so because I just know you see everything in the world. And so I, <laughs> I, I knew the chances were high that you've seen it. I don't it. know what that means. No, no, but I, it's a good, I, but also, I mean, it's not a, you know, everything everywhere all at once. It's not a superhero film, but so much of it, uh, you know, especially kind of just has that key term that Marvel has been using for so long with the metaverse and everything, uh, you know, I was just thrilled by the whole thing i'll be honest you know I just finished it a couple of nights ago I, i'm still kind of wrapping my head around it um, i haven't had a chance to read your review and i usually try to write a review pretty fast but i'm still kind of contemplating it so i'm basically bringing you in to explain everything to me and make it all make sense for me because <laughs> it's a wild it's a wild film okay. but <laughs> no no pressure no no pressure but no i just I thought so a layperson could still really follow it, you know, and I, you know, and I thought it did really well in the exposition scenes of kind of explaining everything, but still in an entertaining way and when they chose when to do that and when to not. But, um, I mean, it's a film that I just, right. I, it's a film that completely captured my attention and I, I couldn't step, w- stop watching it. Like you just had to see where it was going, uh, <laughs> going next how did you connect to it i i guess since you bought the blu-ray you you
1: liked it yeah uh and i'm actually i'm kind of bummed you didn't uh have me on for your to, to talk about the x movie because i love the movie x and, and i love this movie this movie is actually um probably my one of my favorite movies of the year so far yeah if not the favorite it's um yeah i, I saw it in theaters and it was that was kind of a interesting experience there weren't many people there and and you know as i was leaving i was thinking well this this stinks because people don't know about this movie and it's not you know but it still did well i think it's like a24's biggest movie right so for that's great because they as you guys were talking about in in the the x episode you know they make really good quality movies right it seemed to be at least they they they, they, yeah because they i think i believe the way i understand it is they give like the directors like a lot of freedom and flexibility because this could not have been made by a larger studio, <laughs> they wouldn't have allowed a lot of the stuff that that happens. What,
0: what kind it's of what, out there? What kind of notes? What what kind of notes would even one? You know, even if I was like a you know a head of a studio, you know, and you know was trying to give notes to this, like you know, this totally, if anything, is like. You know, I'm just going to trust you with this material because I I don't just reading it on paper. I don't know how you could really, uh, you know, translate, you know, (laughs) okay, you need to put googly eyes on a rock. Okay, I I guess I guess we'll just that's what
1: the uh, (laughs) that's what the case is here. You can't see it. It's all white on your side, but it's (laughs) it's, it's all a bunch of googly eyes. (laughs) Nice. But uh, yeah, well, so. That's the thing, Luke. I, 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 this is not an attack on, like, the Marvel movies at all. But I, I think this handled the multiverse better than they have so far. Especially, I was not a fan of the new Doctor Strange movie. And this, they're they're kind of similar in a lot of ways with the bouncing all around and different yeah. realities and stuff. But this one, th- this handled it so much better. It, it, was, it was like a, a kind of mature take. And it in the review that I wrote, I basically said it's, it, you know, to be cliche, it really is kind of everything Mm -hmm. everywhere to everyone. It's, it's, it, it is so much, I guess at the, the heart of it, it's, it's about accepting yourself and being content within your own Mm -hmm. universe. But uh, yeah, it, it is tolerance, I guess, too. But it, it, yeah, it's just it's so good. It's a comedy. It's an action film. It, it has stuff for cinephiles that uh, blow me away. It, the, the, it's just it's amazing. The effects were done. I was, I was watching a thing on it. There, it's a very small crew, very low budget crew, and they really. Whenever she's going, uh, the main character is going through different, you know, universes. Like that, there's that one scene where she's pulled back mm-hmm. through, with on her chair back mm-hmm. through all these mm-hmm. different things what they did is they actually took a GoPro and they just walked around different streets and that became, and then they did like a green screen around her in the chair. They just like pulled her back. And so it's just GoPro footage. That's all wow. the stuff, but they did it so fast. They sped it up that you, you can't tell it is, but yeah, so it's kind of amazing. And, and it, and it really is a touching story. Like it, it hit me, it hit me hard. It really did. I'm sitting there, you know, it, it's, Cause part of it is, do you, you, know, are you, would, is your life better in a different universe? Mm-hmm. you know, did you, if you made different choices, would it have led to a different outcome? And is that outcome more desirable than what your current reality is? Which I'm a sucker for those kind of movies anyway. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it falls in line with it's wonderful life, that kind of stuff. There's a really good one, uh, for, uh, what is it called? Uh, from the eighties or early nineties, uh, with, uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, John Belushi's brother. I can't think of his name. Uh, but anyway, it's it's a really good movie. I think it's called Mr. Destiny. It's yeah, Michael Caine yeah, yeah. and yeah. John Belushi's brother. You've seen that one, but it's like if it's he's he's baseball player and like in real his reality he missed it, lost the game, and uh-huh. that changes a lot. so he gets a second chance to score the 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 winning home run, and, and his life's completely different. But he realizes that's not what he wants. Right. Anyway, in this movie, it's not really it's not really saying, you know, that's not what I want. It's saying, it's saying, be content with what you have. Yeah. All these are possibilities, but you've made all these choices.
0: Right. Yeah. It, it, it goes to the heart of
1: reconnecting between the mother and daughter.
0: And yeah. 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 And it's going to the heart of, (laughs) you know, I can't help but think, you know, that, that saying that's, there's only two things certain in life, death and taxes. And, you know, I, I, I don't think, regardless of where you have been in life and uh, economic stature, you know that that element of meeting with the IRS and the financial aspect of the laundromat—like everybody has had some kind of financial pressure somehow, somewhere, whether it's personally or through a job or anything like that—and so just right there, the fact that I, I thought they really took a really. Um, true human story, and then kind of wrapped around. And I say this in a lovingly way, all the zaniness around that, but that's the you know that's the core of the story. And it even comes into focus even more by the end of what its really simplistic messages. You know, there's a lot of theorizing of everything, but you know, at the end, it's almost kind of. You know, you can't help but think of the Beatles like all you need is love (laughs) type of concept. And it it, right. It totally makes sense by the by the end of everything.
1: Well, that's you know, that's credit to the editing as well. Uh Uh, I mean, obviously, the production design, all that the directors, they knew what they were the they were the Daniels. They knew what they were doing, but the editing is phenomenal. And that's that's, I think, part of the reason why this movie does better than Marvel did Because you're, despite all the craziness going on, you're never really lost. No. You may be confused at a moment, but Mm -hmm. it's quickly, you know, explained, you know, and it's, so even though she's literally bouncing around one thing to the next, you're following it. And I love that. Yeah. It's, and, and, you know, kind of what you were hitting on earlier, it's a, it's a universal story. And so it's kind of, it's really cool actually that it's about an, you know, an Asian family. Mm Mm-hmm you know it, it i guess it could have really been about anything but it it actually takes like a lot of like asian culture and this asian family but it, it tells it in a universal way yeah. you know so that that's that's really cool and it you know it deals with uh you know lgbtq and acceptance that way from one generation to the next mm-hmm. there's just there's a lot going on like no matter who you are this movie will relate to you at least some way that's that's the beauty of it oh yeah for sure and, and that's why it hit me it's like wow like you know, and 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 actually to go back to the movie X, uh they that you know, that movie was a lot about like the aging process and and all of that, and, like what it means to get old and not be, you know, seen as attractive, you know, anymore, not with it. It's kinda it's kind of an interesting thing. The the those two A twenty four movies that I pretty much saw back to back. Like they were like it was like a week apart. <laughs> I saw them. I think. I know. And as, as we're yeah, get- so there's there's some heavy heavy stuff in these movies. <laughs> I know it does.
0: As we're getting older and just you know have, have kids and stuff, you know, it's just like I don't know if I quite need all this entertainment to. Have me pondering about life so so
1: so much. Well <laughs> speak for yourself, man. I'm I'm in my prime. <laughs> but, well, um, the, well, I, I
0: like what you. A, I a like
1: Doc Holiday. Yeah,
0: I, I I like what you said. Like uh, you know, I knew kind of the context of this movie, and like you know, there's different like versions of herself. But I really liked the concept of her. What I didn't expect was you know you're always kind of at the home base of like quote unquote current day life of the laundromat and then them uh, being in the uh, IRS office. And so that was like your base. So even when they jumped um, to her different, you know, we really weren't in those worlds all that much compared to, you know, right. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that, that you, you could always, even though you might kind of, your, your mind is trying to keep up a little bit, you always, you always kind of knew where the. it's weird to say the main character, but you always knew where your set, like, you know, family was, you know? Uh, And so, yeah, I really like that. So even if someone who is not even watched any kind of Marvel movie, if they, you know, my in-laws, they love movies. If I showed them this movie, I, I think they would still, even though it would be pretty mind blowing to them, I think they would dig what they saw because I think it always keeps you in a comfort, in a comfortable place.
1: This, despite the fact that uh, you're yeah, talking
0: and it, raccoons and
1: yeah <laughs> well but see that's I, that was a that was a good joke that paid off like when they yeah. when they were you know f- they set it up very gently like you know just a, qu- a funny quirk the way she said the name and then it ended up being that's in a different reality <laughs> i really that, that actually really cracked me up that was there was some definite la- definitely laugh out loud moments oh yeah but it's, it's also, it was really impressive to me how each of these universes had their own like signature look to them. Mm-hmm. The, the one where she was an action star that had a lot of, the look of it was like, uh, what is it? A Wong Kar Kai mm-hmm. uh, movies. If you, if you've seen any of those, um, the, the style he does, like the, I mean, they, they got it down to, you know, the kind of fast moving blurred people in the backgrounds mm-hmm. and all of that, even the tone, the colors. They, it, yeah, and then, then of course, you know, having Michelle Yao, and they're re- obviously referencing Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Ang Lee movies. There's a lot of there's a lot of really cool stuff that they're throwing at you. So, like I said earlier, if you're a cinephile, you're getting this. But if you're not, you're still getting it because mm-hmm. you can definitely see the the change, the way they look differently, you know. And then. They go for the really absurd stuff too. Like, you know, I think what people talk about a lot are the hot dog fingers. Right. And yet somehow that sequence was still, it, it wasn't, it was absurd, <laughs> but I still connected with it. Yeah. You know, I really did. It's like it, when they're playing with their feet on the piano, It's <laughs> was like, it's, it's crazy, but I, I still care about these characters. And in that life, you know, the, the tax person really is loved by, you know, is like, mm-hmm. you know, that, because I think that's a whole part of it too about love and being accepted. And the, the tax person doesn't feel like anyone would love her, you know, but mm-hmm. in that reality, she was, even though she had hot dog fingers. <laughs> and even the rock, the stupid, the stupid scene with the rocks had me almost crying. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm looking at a rock with googly eyes and, and it is hitting me hard. Yeah. You know, well, and I, that uh, is just, to the credit of this movie, it is absurd and incredibly moving, usually at the same time.
0: Yeah, you just talking, just the word that pops in my head is tender, uh, that, you know, it even amongst all these like <laughs> very action packed scenes and you know violence so to speak you know even though it's kind of cartoonish kind of reminded me of like a kung fu hustle type of thing but in all this like these scenes yes even when uh i'm sorry i don't know the character's name but when she uh hoists him on her shoulders to go chase this truck that's taking the raccoon away even (laughs) as silly as that is it's a very like the way they edited everything. It's just this such a tender moment. And,
1: um, it's, it's Evelyn, by the way, is her name. Evelyn. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. It's, it's, it's great. Like that. that I watched the, uh, there's uh, on the outtakes on the Blu-ray, the, they showed how they did that. And it's, it's literally her on like a wire thing. They're kind of carrying her above his shoulders. Yeah. It's pretty funny. One of the outtakes, mm-hmm. like he I something happened where like the wire stopped and he kept running and she's just like hanging there. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Well anyway. you know, and even though Yeah, that like I said, that scene that scene just cracked me up. Well well,
0: and even though that, you know, she she's uh she's been in action uh, films before and um, but I, I I was pretty amazed a little bit, but like one of the notes I wrote down was um, how, how sore was she after filming all these things? <laughs> because uh, I know you said you're in your prime, but you know, after a good day's <laughs> work of exercise or whatever, you know, I'm pretty sore and I know there's a lot of stunt people and affects people, but I was pretty impressed by everything that she She does. And I'm not just saying that just because she's an older actress, but I I think any age it's impressive. But I thought really what they were able to do with this married couple, you know, and just everything that they actually physically have to do, you know, is I I was really impressed. I I was just like, wow. I, I just thought every every actor in this film just Just brought it. Like I don't see how you can watch this and just be like. They did,
1: yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. And I I couldn't help but think of like, um, even I wondered how much. I don't know if on the um, Blu-ray if they even talked about this so much, but um, just how like I wonder if they even understood. (laughs) everything that they were doing like how much did they have to give up to the filmmakers to kind of just be like okay i'm going
1: to i'm going to trust you with this <laughs> see so i keep comparing it to marvel and it's really not a marvel movie no, no. i, I want to be fair to that it's not even trying to be anything like that but i just saw the uh thor love and thunder yeah and that's one where um they they gave the director uh, uh taiko Titi, I can't I can barely say his name, but they gave him, it seemed like they gave him a lot of control of this mm-hmm. movie. Cause that, have you seen it yet? I haven't yet. They, they, uh, I, I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but there's so much crazy stuff in that movie that it's like, wow. It, it is cut. It's absurd. It, they do so many crazy things that I never thought I'd seen a Marvel movie. It's just like they threw everything in and it did actually kind of remind me of this in a lot of ways. Mm. That's the most I've seen like Marvel really allow their directors to go for it.
0: Yeah. I I really hoped a film like this would get some Oscar love. I, I, I don't know if it released too early for it to even, you know, be in the minds of Oscar voters. But to me, and it may be. Oh, I hope so. Uh, it may be too far out there. But, I, you know, I, I really don't. I, I think this is, you know, like you mentioned, A24. This is been a very successful film for them. And I, I think they could, I, I, I think if people really found this digitally, um, I, I think it could really find some legs because not just the filmmaking. And honestly, if you look at o- Oscar voters love the good feels, you know, good feel type of stories. This is a very much like you feel really good after this movie is over. And I just thought, I thought all the actors involved, were amazing. Um, Michelle Yao. And then, um, can you tell me, I, I'm sure it seems like, you know, a little bit about this. Like I said, I tried to stay away, but, uh, and I, I hope I'm saying this right. Ki Hu Quan, but just, you know, obviously yes. like a lot of people, well, I you, well, you know who he is, right? Right. Right. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen him forever. Uh, do you know the story behind like what, how he got involved or what made him, come back to movies.
1: Oh, dang. I, i I'd actually saw something on that, but I, I don't off the top of my head, but for those that don't know, he was, he was in Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. That's like his most famous role. Right. And the Goonies and the Goonies. Right. Yeah. Um, the Yeah. So he was, he was, you know, a child actor of the eighties. Um, and, but man, he is good in this. He's fantastic. The, I did, you know, to your point of Oscars, I really hope this gets nominated for a bunch of stuff. I really do. You, you you know the oscars they've had a lot of issues over the years and i know their ratings have been down part of that is i don't feel like they 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 expanded the best picture category to 10 mm-hmm. instead of 5 right and yet they still pick a lot of obscure movies <laughs> that people haven't heard of doesn't mean they're bad movies no. but they never go for like the popular things and that's that's you know people always complain about the politics of the oscars and i'm sure that does drive some people away but i think the biggest problem is that people don't tune in to To root for movies that they haven't seen Mm -hmm. and this is one that i hope it does become popular over digital and i hope it becomes kind of like a cult movie it's one that i see connecting with a lot of people i think it's accessible and Mm -hmm. it's it's mainstream even though it's really weird and Mm yeah and i i i hope that it's it could be one of those 10 movies nominated Right, I really do. Yeah, and, and Michelle Yao, I think I think she needs to be nominated for best actress. So uh-huh. I really do. I, I agree. So much she has to do. Yeah, and, and she carries
0: the movie and carries it well. And and Kwan for best supporting actor because I I I thought he was awesome. In yeah, that. he was so good. And just to be able to it, flip, yeah, flip, it really was flip characters so fast and. But also where you see it, but you in can, the same
1: scene, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just like, oh, my gosh, like how much have we missed out uh, with this guy? But I mean, I'm hoping that like if a film like Parasite can win Best Picture that, you know, hopefully uh, this movie can have those uh, same the same sort of legs <laughs> to it, you know? Um, yeah, no, I, I
1: think I think that movie definitely paved the way because that was. You know, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people expect the parasite to win that you know it it, and it already won best foreign language film and it's like well okay can it win the best you know and that was that's a really awesome movie too but this one I feel like this one has the potential to it, it's to be even more universal because with parasite a lot of it it's a great movie a lot of it does I think deal specifically with like you know South Korean type things yeah. where they live and the mm-hmm. social yeah. socioeconomic things of it. This one is, I would say, is much more universal. Yeah, and so I, I, w- I really, I, yeah, I, I just really want it to be recognized. That's a, that's a big thing, and I, and yeah, you know, I, I also want to say like the uh, having Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yeah, you know, she's a popular actress and she's really good, and uh, James Hong, who uh-huh. plays the the father, yeah, the grandfather or whatever, he's he's in his 90s been in like every movie yeah. imaginable and he is still amazing in this movie he's oh, so still good. kicking it like he huh. I love it I, the cast is so amazing that it just blows me away how how like everything is just perfect in this movie it really it's, it's almost like a perfect film yeah I like I said i, I was, it just it just is i I, stay, I tried to stay away from it and I
0: I stayed away enough from it like spoiler wise and everything I had no idea Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Uh, and Jenny Slate. I mean, I, there's, just like completely like surprised me and, uh, but it's not just stunt casting that both of them and their parts add like so, so much to it. And, uh, it was really fun to see Jamie Lee Curtis. I, it's not just like, it is a serious film. It's also a fun film and, but people, in it that they don't take it you can tell they're not taking it too seriously they're enjoying it but because they're enjoying it it just ev- uh, elevates the material uh, to me um, and e- even if you don't like this movie I don't see how you cannot keep your eyes off of what's going on I, I, I'd i be shocked if somebody was like I just had to see what happened next even even though you know um, well
1: you could all tell you could tell that they all believed in it yes. they all They all had to have some concept that it was going to be a great movie because they're just they're all fully committed. They all believe in the vision of it, Mm -hmm. and that that's it's the you know it's the type of movie that I wish I could have made. That it's the type of movie I would love to make.
0: Mm, Yeah,
1: because it really is kind of that that zany thing that that somehow is able to appeal to everyone. And but again, it's all the little it's it's all the little touches that. That it doesn't matter if, if you get them or not, it's, they're in there. There's a lot of like subtle things. And I, I just, that blows me away. It, I just when I was sitting there in theater, I, it's almost like that meme of uh DiCaprio from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he's pointing at the TV that everybody uses anytime they see like someone on TV they recognize. That's how I felt the theater. Like I was, I was like almost want to stand up and point, like, yeah, I get that. that was, and it's like some of it felt like it was tailor made for me. I'm like, holy yeah. cow! I'm like turning to my friend, you know. And anyway, but that's it's so definitely if you're if you're a movie nerd definitely see this one but if you're a person definitely see this one and especially if you're you know if you're in a i don't want to say like a midlife crisis but if you're in that slump where especially after this pandemic where everything is kind of gotten harder and tighter you know and covid all this stuff like the the i was gonna say like the resurgence and monkeypox and all that all that going on like if you're at a point where you feel like you're rutting your life i think this movie will speak to you it made me um, I hadn't, I hadn't been, I used to write reviews a lot, but I hadn't written one in a while. And like that very night, I was like, I have to write the, as I, I said in my review, the words were forming in my head. Like it just had to spill out of me. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it, it inspired me to do that. And, and that's, that's the beauty of cinema. That's, that's, what else can you say about that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I like the, even the concept of like, you know, they almost, (laughs) you know, they throw everything but the kitchen sink at you with this movie, but it just reminds you of just the importance of keeping those that are closest around, around you, you know, to always cherish them, always to listen and to care for them because, you know, in the end, um, and I, I sound, I, I'm just like, you sound so cheesy right now, but you know, (laughs) you know, that's all, that's all that matters. And I like the concept of having fun of doing like so much in a very well way, but just like going back to just the nuts and bolts of that, of that, like, you know, that's, that's all that, that's really all that matters, you know, in this world, you know, and, uh,
1: yeah. Like you said, just, it, it, I don't think you sound cheesy at all. I'm a, I'm, I'm extremely sentimental. I really am. Like it does not sound cheesy. And th- and especially like as a parent that also really connected with me because oh, yeah. I, I know that I, you know, my kids are still young, but I know what goes by fast Yeah, and it's like, you, you have to enjoy it. You have to just take it, you know, almost like day by day, really be in the moment because there's going to be a time you're going to wake up and they're not going to be in the house anymore. Mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and it's like, they've become your entire world. And now what do you do? How do you go back to being the person you were before them, if you even can? And so that just, I would say this movie teaches you just to enjoy life and to try things and don't be scared, you know, because the talent may be within you. You just don't realize it yet. You know, just, just go for things, enjoy life. Right. And I think even the
0: generational uh, concept of it, uh, I think, especially, um, during, you know, during this pandemic, um, regardless of where, you know, people lie and like where they think about, uh, certain things. Um, I think it's really, you know, I mean, I, I, I can speak for myself that, you know, we've all kind of built up little shields around ourselves of like, you know, Um, and it's not getting into like saying something to get into a fight with somebody, but like not being your true self, just because you don't want, you're afraid of their response or afraid to get into that discussion. And I like the concept of just, you know, yeah, we may think these different things, but you, you gotta be who you are. And even though that person, you know, may not agree with that, that's, that's a whole lot better than just having to always tiptoe around that person or having to change so much of your life just to please that one person. And I really liked that, uh, generational, generational conflict that this, you know, <laughs> movie brought, brought up, you know, and it's just like, Oh, how, how it's just so much more stressful. <laughs> and you know, you may be, you may be, uh, always <laughs> trying to like avoid that, like conversation or that thing, but it's just so much better just to, and I, I want to, reiterate this to actually talk to the person versus writing or posting things or whatever like that, but having actually, you know, human connection, you know, face-to-face conversation about what is actually happening in your life, not about other things that other people are doing in this world, but like, you know, who you are. And, um, I, I thought, yeah, just (laughs) the way they play that. And just, especially with the, the father figure, I mean, just, uh, just his character. I, I just, I just really appreciated the fact of that, of this movie. And I don't know, they may have written this way before. I mean, that's always been something that's existed, but especially with these current times, um, you know, I think, you know, it's like, it's kind of the right movie at the right
1: time. Really? Exactly. I definitely. I would say it's, it's perfect for the times, uh, you know, the, but, uh, you know, uh, to your point on the, you know, being your true self, what I've, I've, I've found that even when you just agree with someone, people respect you when you're authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say to be a jerk, but just to, when you know who you are and you're confident in yourself, like people will respect that even if they don't agree with you. Right. Where they start to, you know, where you don't have confidence or whatever, that's where the the conflict really starts to happen. Because it's, you know, now you have these little weak patches and and it seems like you're being shady. Some uh, Anyway, but because I've actually like, I have a, a... you know, of my friends, like I, you know, most of them do not agree with me politically are on a lot of different issues. And, and yet I, you know, we're friends, we don't, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I'm actually, I'm, I'm starting work on a short film now and it's uh, it's going to be a slightly political one and it will involve guns. And, mm. but I, I've been, I'm going to have friends that are on the complete opposite ends of the aisle on that issue. And they're all going to be helping me make this thing. And so, and I feel like I'm able to do that because, you know, like I said, I, they know where I stand on it. I know where they stand. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all being authentic and we're all trying to make the best thing of it, you know? So that's, yeah. So yes, this movie definitely inspires you to take chances and to be authentic, be yourself and be open with people. And, you know, because You know, we, the one thing we can never get enough of is time. And like I said earlier, your kids are going to grow up fast Mm -hmm. and you just have to hold on and enjoy that ride. Yeah. Even I I sound, I'm the one that sounds probably sounds cheesy. I'm an extremely (laughs) sentimental person. I really am. Like I, if, if even like, you know, seeing like pictures on Facebook of memories from, you know, when kids were first born (laughs) or whatever, it's like, Oh, be still like, I I get real emotional on it. I really do. (laughs) So because it's like time has just flown by. Yeah. You, and I you, guess also in that sense, you're also dealing with your own mortality because you know, the older they are, the more adults you, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're getting closer to your, I don't want to say demise, but yeah. you're, you're, you're a big exit. So your stage exit. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so again, that this movie hits on that too. Yeah. It's weird. It was, you know, find your place in the universe, be true to yourself and, And to be open with everyone. That was like a perfect segue.
0: I I have a section of the podcast called Movie Musings where I throw out a couple of questions.
1: Movie Musings.
0: I I was going to ask you, what is your ideal metaverse self or... Uh, what what, what <laughs> I just I, I just like the versions that you know that she would find herself in, but is there one that like you would like be drawn to? Uh, I was gonna ask you what you thought your work is right now your uh, worst version of yourself but the it's definitely not I can tell from the, <laughs> the way you're talking. so what was there a moment or a scene where you're like, oh that would be that would be awesome.
1: <laughs> well, yes. Because, uh, the, uh, the part, you know, where she's obviously an action star and a celebrity, like that's, I, you know, I, I make short films and I, I would, if, if I had another alternate universe where I was actually a successful filmmaker and if, you know, you and someone else were talking about a movie I just made, that would be, that would be <laughs> awesome in that universe. And, it, it, you know, but I've you know, there's a lot of stuff I, th- I think about too, like. Uh, when I was when I was younger, I really got into karate. And I was like, in, mm. and, and this was way I was really, really young. This is like, under 10, probably. But I was in like, great shape. I was really into it. And then I I got pneumonia, and I stopped going. And I oh. just decided to never go back. And I've thought about that, like, okay, if I had continued that, would I have been like, in really good shape for like, the rest of my life? Would I've set myself up better? Um, you know, and then there's also things too, like, different jobs that I haven't got. There was a job in California that I thought I had. And then I didn't Mm -hmm. after multiple interviews um, back and forth, I just didn't get it. And that would have been, had that happened, I, I would, you know, be a different state, be a different person, you know, and I would have never met my wife or any of that stuff. So you, you think about all that stuff and it's like, what I've come to realize is that it's the, it's the Beatles song. Yeah. There's, there's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. This is, this is everything that's happened is the way it was supposed to happen. Right. And so I'm, I'm, like I said, my, my biggest lesson I've been trying to learn is just to be better in the moment. I I consider myself um, in the, what do they call it? The elder millennials. Okay. Yeah. But truly I, I feel like I have I feel like I've always had the millennial spirit, so to speak. I've never much identified with Gen X or any of that stuff. And so, like I said, I'm at, I'm right in the kind of start of the millennials. And so, yeah, it's, it, it, definitely, uh, it's a different time, but I, I also, I, this will sound arrogant. I really don't mean it to be, but I really feel like it, it's like 21 jump street, the, the movie yeah. where, have you seen that yeah it's like jonah hill and channing tatum in the beginning when they're in high school it's like channing's the jock and he's popular and he's beating up jonah hill and then when they go back to you know in their 30s now they're infiltrating a high school and it's like the roles have reversed mm-hmm. like the jocks are cool but the but the, the the kind of nerdy kids have gone more mainstream and everybody likes that and that's how i feel like i feel like i was always into the other stuff the technology uh, all of that mm-hmm. that really wasn't super popular <laughs> yeah and so the mm-hmm. older i got the more that the world caught up with me uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so and again i know i don't mean that it's <laughs> not arrogant but it is it's like it is really true like i i was like all of a sudden all the things that i liked are now like everybody likes <laughs> it's like well holy cow yeah. like this is awesome Like, <laughs> yeah so You know, we've got, we've, we've embraced nerd culture to an extreme degree. and I I love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like nerd is not even like, who cares? Like, it's not even a bad thing anymore. Everybody's got what they're nerdy about and they're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, so that was, that was a really cool thing of it. But I, I do think it is a problem with the technology and always, always being in touch, so to speak. And I don't mean between friends. I just mean that like you know, your work can reach you if they have to, even when your day's off or your social media. And I think social media is both good and bad, but I think it's a lot of bad because it's definitely having a negative impact. I think it's creating a lot more anxiety, a lot more depression. The, some of these like mass shootings that we've referenced earlier, some of them, you know, they're being live streamed Mm -hmm. and it's, I really, I, I'm not saying this is the cause of it by any means, but I do think social media is making that worse. And I I think it's, you know, it's also making people have a a false sense of who they, you know, what other people are doing. Because I think the truth is that everybody's kind of putting up a front on social media and you're only seeing like the best parts of their life from the way they want you to see it. And that makes other people envious or depressed that their life isn't the same way. And that, you know, that I guess that ties back into this movie in that sense that it's, you know, be content with where you're at just keep pushing forward and be happy in your own universe and that know that everybody else is struggling too. Yeah. It's and maybe you'll relate to this as a parent that you, you know, when I was young, I thought my parents had it all figured out and everything else. And when I became a parent, it's like, well, I don't have anything figured out. I don't know what I'm doing. And everybody I talk to generally feels that way. I don't know (laughs) if you feel that way, if you and Whitney feel that way, but Uh but yeah, it's like I realize I have no idea what I was doing, and I bet my parents didn't either. You just (laughs) do the best you can. Yeah. You you know, try to try to not judge yourself based on other people's lives, especially their, you know, quote unquote fabricated lives online. Yeah. And real and and realize that you know, you may not like the angle of yourself, but there's always a good angle to take a picture of you from. So you, okay. So you don't like that angle, try something else out. You can look, you can look great. Yeah.
0: Everybody yeah. looks great. <laughs> well, so. yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you catch yourself doing this, but um, uh, I, I mean, I've already always liked uh, photos and photography and, you know, I, I was thinking about like, I used to look at past photos of like how i looked in them you know like oh what did i look like as a kid or what did i look you know when i was a teenager and that sort of thing and i'm starting to look back now at like what my parents look like and not so much the style and generation but like Oh my gosh. You know, cause now you place the, you know, now that you're the parent, you know, it's just like, Oh my gosh, they were, you know, they, they looked this old when I was, you know, you start looking at other people more so yourself and really go, you know, like you said, it's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, how did they, how they handle this? You know, you, you think you're going to do uh, so well handling certain situations and then you, you just say something or do something and you're like, oh my gosh, I sound just just like them or whatever, you know?
1: So. Yeah, I was going to say, have you, have you had those moments where it's like, you know, you realize that you have become your parent?
0: Oh, for sure. And,
1: and that's weird yeah. how that seeps up on you. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had that a few times and it's like sometimes I'm saying the exact words in the exact way and I'm like, <laughs> And it may have been something when I was younger that I didn't particularly like. And now I'm saying it to my kids and it's like, (laughs) oh, wow, like what that became internalized. It was something I didn't even want to do. And now I'm saying it to them. And is it going to how is it going to affect my kids that way? Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to separate the good and the bad. You know, it's like you you fall back on certain things in your life even if you don't necessarily like them right but it is really weird and that's how things become generational Mm -hmm. and they keep repeating yeah it's really hard to to change things you know you you get back to that what you're comfortable with
0: oh yeah oh yeah for sure good or bad
1: right (laughs) um you know and i have a tendency to definitely live in the past i uh this is a really weird thing but like i i grew up watching siskel Ebert. they were they're mm -hmm they're part of the reason I love films as much as I do. They, they would, you know, and I also grew up, uh, like Joe Bob, uh, Briggs on like monster vision. And well, now he's back on shutter. So now I've got, I've got this guy that like part, he helped me love movies and I get to watch him, you know, weekly on shutter. And that's making me like, it makes me feel like a kid again oh, and yeah. for Cisco and Ebert. I've been going, I've been going online and actually on YouTube and I've been watching their old shows. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's like a wormhole to my past. I feel like I just I I feel that it feels it it's really interesting. I don't I don't know if that's what that is, but I just I love that that you know, I I can do that, and enjoy that that trip down memory lane. Oh yeah. Yeah, it yeah, it's
0: it's funny uh, how you you can just find stuff like from your past like so so easily now these days um and uh,
1: they, but I've been also going to concerts, you know, like for bands that I liked in high school. And <laughs> we sit there, and look at each other, and be like, God, he looks old, <laughs> man, we're old, like, what's happening? <laughs> like, they, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, wow. I mean, anyway, yeah, I mean, we're not even old, yeah, but uh, my, but whatever. One of my it's, f- it's a it's kind of a really sobering thing, yeah. One of my favorite uh stories
0: to tell about just how concerts are changed, and I. This was probably uh, a little over five years ago. And I wasn't necessarily uh, the biggest uh, offspring fan, but they they came into town and a friend invited (laughs) me to come. And literally in the middle of the set, they paused to go take a bathroom break and then came back (laughs) on stage. And I was like... (laughs) Oh man. <laughs> we we yes. have jumped we have jumped into a new, you know, stratosphere. And uh also the joke about the like Super Bowl halftime show this year was just yeah. like, you know, the fact that like everybody was like, "Oh yeah, this music is great." And it's like that's when you realize you've become old because now the halftime show is the music you grew up on
1: you know so uh well yeah and, and the oldies radio stations are the music that i grew up on it's like <laughs> wh- like wait like how did they start adding the 80s and 90s in there when did that happen right right like so, and i i guess i'm in denial about that still because i every time i think of years and stuff i i relate everything to the year 2000 so if someone says 1980 it's 20 years ago instead of 40 something <laughs> yeah uh it's just how I relate to everything. What, what it's year? Like, we're, no, we're.
0: Yeah. What, what year were you born in? What's up? What year
1: were you born in? Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never. What are you talking about? 2002. You were born in 2002? No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll just go with that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, on a on a less serious note, uh, what you, you we kept, worked
1: together? I was a, I was a young teenager when we were working together.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I think I think I might have just gone into a d- different place. <laughs> um, well, you hit on it a little bit, but like I was a I was a, I was a tween when I was working with you. <laughs> Making me feel really really old. Uh, well, you hit on it a little bit, but. Uh, how how disturbing are hot dog fingers uh (laughs) but i'll tell you talking about when i wrote that note i actually did it like right when they introduced the concept but then when they kind of once again going back to the word tender, when they went back you know the scene of how it played it you know you're just like how am i buying into this story with you know uh two two ladies with hot dog fingers or whatever like that but uh I, so what i loved about it was uh the fact that uh, they were i liked how they pointed out the ridiculousness of it you know even when she's first watch, she's watching the television screen of the two the the like kind of throwback to the sound of music type of movie yeah. or whatever and then the fact that she even kind of <laughs> gagged a little bit like i love the fact that they like are very much aware of like what a like kind of gross concept that they're that they're introducing into it, and it is, it is it is it's
1: like that's the i i do feel like they really it's like they were trying to come up with something weird really weird for that just for the sake of being weird but again they spin it to where it's actually as you say tender it's a charming moment and I and i love the the piano playing with the feet very nice it's a, it's a skill set it's, I have not tried It's a really to, nice scene. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. And, uh... The,
1: the, um... The, the, the making of it, I was watching that, like, they, they had, like... I guess I don't... I don't know if it was, like, underneath fake feet or whatever, but it was, like, hands underneath, like, feet on the piano that you just couldn't see the hands. Oh. So they were, like, actually, you know, playing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is cool.
0: Well, I don't want to... We, 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 we obviously... Uh, I think it, uh, hopefully that people uh, listening to this uh, can get that. We would totally recommend this movie and think very highly of it. I, I as well keep up a diary throughout the year and not until the end of the year, you know, I kind of analyze like what are my top 10 favorite of the films, but I would not be shocked. Oh yeah. I, I love I'll, that every year. I, I wouldn't be shocked if this was like number one on my list uh, at the end of the year. Um, and so
1: I, I, I'm assuming you highly recommend it as well. Definitely, definitely. I, I love it. It's, I'm trying to share it with everybody, really. Because, again, yes. I feel like so many people haven't seen it or heard of it. And maybe the trailers were too weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And the trailers do a good job, though. Yeah, they do. And I, I'm
0: not going beyond that it's weird, but I really don't after after it's over and you look back at like the themes and everything like that. I mean, I really don't think it's that weird of a movie, especially through like other concepts that are being thrown out these days. I mean, uh, you know, it's no weirder than like the matrix. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, for sure. All right. So have we inspired you to check out this film yet? Uh, I hope you do it. Go do it now. Um, Funny enough, I just got this email and apparently the Oscars drew 18.7 million viewers. Which was up twelve percent from last year. So, so my criticism <laughs> may be void. It seemed like people check this out. I, I kind of wonder if maybe they were hoping to see another uh, incident like uh, the Will Smith Chris, Chris Rock slap. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty shocked, but uh, hey, I, if anything, it's given this movie uh, a bigger light to shine and hopefully uh, people uh, really check it out. So uh, thanks again for listening. And as always, check out com for past episodes, reviews, and more. And next week, <laughs> speaking of Little Smith, we will be talking about Hitch, which is number 15 on the 50 best rom-coms list. So uh, I had a really good conversation with Joe Kendrick on that one. So uh, look forward to that and hope everybody has a great week.